worst thing I've ever been involved in now. Is it episode 10? Episode 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, no. Episode 10. So the away end. We've got uh, a couple of guests this week. We've got uh, my pal Joe. <laughs> Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Yes, yes. What are you saying? Uh, yes, yes. I'm all right. Beautiful. And returning guest, DB. How you doing, right, lad? How we doing? I'm all right, yeah. Uh, and we've got that knobhead up in Manchester as well. Mate, that was, that was literally the most low energy fucking intro I've ever heard. Mate, you're fucking shit at that. That was poo. <laughs> Episode 10, mate. We made it. I know, mate. I am actually buzzing. Ten episodes of this is fucking it's a milestone. It's a milestone. It's a, yeah, it's a milestone, mate. Ten hours of pure shite on the airwaves. And you know what? The best part about it is we've actually got real football back this week. Fucking boring internationals last week. I was, I had about ten minutes worth of chat really for it, and then the rest of it just just got expanded out with shite. Like, so I'm actually so yeah. happy. Real Premier League football back, lad. So, Woo. Joseph, who's your, who's your team, mate? What are we saying? The Chelsea boy, mate. I thought, I thought so. I could tell with that, yeah. you know, no. that little accent. So, no. give, us, give us a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of backstory. I'd like to do a little bit of, you know, an origins on, uh, on how you got into Chelsea. What's, yeah, what's the deal with it? It's always bad, isn't it? Unless you're Jim and you're a fucking little send-out. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, um... Yeah, it came from my, my uncle, basically. My dad used to follow United, but not really, like, particularly at any level. And then my uncle was, like, a big Chelsea boy. He used to, like, take us down there and that every now and then when we were a bit younger and stuff. Like, really, really young, though, like, below 10 or whatever. And we used to go to the so, bridge. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so what, what's, like, the first manager, like, you remember then? Oh, fuck me. Probably Viali. Really? Probably Viali, yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. That but, like, you know when you're a kid, you, don't, you just know the name, but like, I don't mean fuck all to you. You're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, like smoking loads of ciggies and drinking loads of beer and you're just like sat there like a dude <laughs> <laughs> literally pipe up everyone else pipes you don't got a clue what's going on <laughs> oh mate that sounds like an absolute yeah it was good man it was really good that sort of died out though I didn't really get to do much more of that that sort of ended like in my early teens and that and then and it was just me and my brother really because that sort of got put onto us through him then just me and my brother started following Chelsea it was like, wasn't I wasn't like a rocket into it it's been like a nice, I've been like a steady pub follower, I suppose, but I don't really get down there very often. Uh, this is going to be our first jibe of many, mate, but you know, like, you've only got, what, 43,000, something like that in the stadium? So, I mean, you know, half of that's, half of that's getting sold out for season tickets for Roman and his, and his oil money. So, you know, you wanna, you're, you're lucky to get 20, 25,000 in there, aren't you? You know, DB perked up when you said oil then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we got we got returning City fan DB over here. What are you saying? You you enjoying the you enjoying the the, the start? Uh, it, I think we could have got off to a better start, couldn't we? But it's I'm quite enjoying what a crazy season it's been so far. Getting crazy score lines every weekend. Um, it's great. Good, isn't it? Every game's entertaining. I can't complain. Like you know, can't it's be top all the time, can you? It's that new ball, boys. I'm telling you, that oh. ball. Mate, you mentioned this about three weeks ago, and now I'm I'm genuinely like I'm kind of on board of it a little bit. These scorelines keep coming up, so you know. We just got a nil-nil scoreline through. I think it was West Brom Burnley, so I think that's the first oh. one this season. What are you expecting from that, though? Really, let's be honest. West Brom Burnley. I didn't even know it was on telly, to be honest. But, 
<laughs> it shouldn't have been on telly, mate. If it's a nil-nil, it's West Fucking Brom Burnley. Sky Sports charging £15 a game for the ones that aren't usually televised. Imagine paying £15 for that as a Burnley or West Brom fan. Hey, you know what, Jimbo? I'll actually back your football thing because you sent me that article about it and that, didn't you? They were saying they put loads of like, aerodynamics into it and shit. I know it's well nonsense. You're a bit of a div. I don't really trust much you say, but I actually quite back it. There's like way less movement on the ball and like all this sort of stuff. And you see, I've seen so many blinders this season already. It's madness. There was a pretty decent blinder this weekend, but we'll get onto that. Oh yeah, we'll get into that one. (laughs) As we usually do when we have a new guest, we like to just you know grill them a little bit about their team and and see what they're thinking and see if he's done his research. See, see if he's done his research. So, Joe. I, yes, yes. I'm going to start off with one and uh, we'll, we'll lead from there, mate. So, All Lampard, right. like, were you surprised that he got brought in from Derby after Sari, only one season? I didn't, was not expecting it, to be honest. I was like, actually fully in shock. A little bit like, from both parts, really. I think it was pretty brave for Lampard to step up and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking ready for this. He didn't really have much of like, a, but his stats at Derby were fucking just average. He didn't really take them, didn't really do much with him from the season previous and like I was a bit like uh but like at the same time like how can you like how could he say no never going to get an opportunity like that ever again and like he he knew full well that every single Chelsea fan would back into the Knights no matter what his first season in charge you obviously you're obviously thinking fucking hell he's put himself in in some shit here. and then obviously with all like the transfer debacle and all that baloney he was given like a little bit of a breather, do you know what I mean? Like everyone sort of stepped back and was like, he's not really going to excel this season. He hasn't got the tools at hand to do so. Da, 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 da. And I think, to be honest, that was a bit of a blessing in disguise. And I think that was yeah. a real, like, nice introduction sort of season yeah, for him. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? Watching him this season in press conferences, I feel like he, is, he feels, he looks slightly different. He looks a bit more stressed. He looks under a bit more pressure. Looks like, tired. I think he looks like he's thinking, fuck me, like with Abramovich has put all this money into it. I've basically got everything that I've wanted. I really need to fucking, they need to show up for him, basically. He's got no excuses now. He's got no excuses. This exactly. is the thing, like last, last season was almost like a free hit, wasn't it? Because of the transfer van and everything, bringing you through. But now he's, he's really got the pressure on to deliver. It was a free hit. and he. But at the same time, he did do, he done pretty fucking amazing, to be honest, with all them young boys. And like yeah. you didn't get any opportunity to see some like young English talent on the field starting eleven. Like you can't not rate it. I think it's I think it's amazing. Then boys are also like now have like a real big chance of getting in the starting eleven for England. That for me is quite nice to see Chelsea boys like playing a part in the English squad too. He's brought a lot of English coaching staff with him. He's brought like a lot of spirit back with him. Like Sarri under Sarri, it was just really like it's a massive deflation. Like it was really shit. It was promised all these things, all this mad like. Sarri ball, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the performances around, it's gonna be super attacking, it's gonna be mental. And it was just like so shit. It was, it was, it was just terrible. sterile. Yeah. Like the the every every game it was just like he was trying to you know what it kind of reminded me a lot of, of Van Hall when United when United had him. Like he just wanted to keep the ball, he wanted to play yeah. the ball about, and it was just like Nah, like that isn't how it works anymore. Like we basically didn't turn up to any game. That's what it felt like. It felt like we just what what are we doing here? Like we're not sitting back, we're not moving forward. There's nothing creative happening. You're putting all your trust in in Jorginho, and he just didn't he didn't deliver then. Like do you know what I mean? And he, he kind of delivers in some respects now, but like it's just like it's not fucking working, man. Make a change, and he just never did. And it was just like this is shit. And then it was chop, you're gone. 
Frankton, you're like, fucking hell, this is this is mental. And like having someone of like such like such a big legend at the helm is is amazing, really. You can't, yeah, you can't not back him. And I'd like it doesn't really cause a divide in in in, in the fans or with anything. Like I think that everyone fully is just behind him. And on the boys, the boys respond to him, respect him. You've got boys coming over because he is coaching, which is mad considering he's got fuck all coaching experience, really. And also Roman Abramovich is just you know putting a few extra hundred grand in their pockets, you know, like. <laughs> Because let's be honest, United are in quite a similar situation to you, lads. And, and now we've got absolute shithouses at the top. Do yeah. feel like Abramovich is more likely to break your legs, though, if you don't do what he wants, <laughs> rather than, <laughs> rather than Woodward, and, Woodward and the Glazers aren't going to break your legs, are they? So get some nasty Russian blokes in. <laughs> <laughs> so now, nah, right, so on to question two. We, we, we kind of covered it nicely, and DB brought it in as well with like the youth as well. So... In terms of Frankie, like, I think for that first season, did unbelievable bringing through them youth players. So, like, what were your highlights in terms of, like, youth players? Like, who did you just, like, Tamori? Is that how you say his name? The centre-back? I'd never even heard of him. I think he's gone out on loan, hasn't he, this season? He was just unbelievable. And Reese James as well, um, uh, right back. I was like... It was this kid. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like the one. Or, it wasn't like one or two young players that he just gave a chance to. It was like fucking stacks of young boys, and he just put so much confidence in him. And that's confident from him to have the balls to do that in the first place. And like all of them, just obviously, they must. There must be something on the training ground, or there must be something in him that like just fills him with confidence. Because like even like young Billy Gilmore, his debut was mental, man. Yeah, he's sick, he man. He's so like, good. He's come on, he's performed. He was so comfortable in the ball. I was like, how the fuck are you this composed? It's insane. And like Mason Mount is literally just like nice, clean slope, like going places definitely, and like. He's young. He doesn't really have much on him. You've got these boys coming in in midfield who are like got a lot more experience or worth a lot more than him or whatever. And I still think he like deserves a spot, depending on system, whatever. But like he's sick. He's incredible for us, and he brings like a mad energy, which like is obviously distilled in him through Franken on the training ground. And then obviously, yeah, Reese James is decent, man. I think he was pretty good. Um, pretty good for England actually last week, even though it was just yeah. sort of sh- match and stuff. He put a shining light for the whole for the whole team to be honest and not so great at the back but moving forward he's just like mad confident really good on the ball wrapping unbelievable balls into the box endlessly like no qualms he's he's actually really fucking good are they your two favorites then james and matt i think so yeah james only recently though because i wasn't too sure on him initially and he sort of got a couple of short spells on the pitch and i was a bit like he's a bit wobbly at the back man he's got a lot he's got he needs a lot more more game time to sort of develop but then, like recently, I just from he's just had like a bit of a short spurt in sort of progression. I think he's been pretty decent, man. I mean, and also, just like he's, enjoy, he's enjoyable to watch on the ball, and like it's just nice to see like a, a like a modern fullback really like doing his job well. Like Callum Hudson Doy as well. As much as I'm not too sure on his character, I don't know. He comes across as a bit arrogant. I don't know if that's true. Though. I've seen him in training and stuff, and a few bits he's on like through through the Chelsea channels and stuff. But, like, he is actually quite sick. Like, his touch is technically, he is actually sick. Yeah. Frank's got so much testing to do. Like, who do you play? Where do you play them? Like, it's just, like, it's a, it is a task. No That's why I think, like, everyone was flapping a bit when you were spending 200 mil or whatever. But every, you've got to remember, like, it's going to take so long for, like, because of so many players of so many different skill sets and, like, levels and, like, nationalities, people who've never oh, played the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, they're like it's gonna take so much time for them to like bed in. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if this season you didn't do great, but next season you like crack on. I reckon. 
I mean, we've had an odd set of results already so, so far this season. It's not been... Everyone has. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also the whole fact that, like, the whole COVID thing, you can't really forget that. There's lots of, like, like things involved in that that I think made it hard. And the fact there's no pre-season and boys will turn up at different times. But, like, you can see that it's happening, though. Even with Kai and, and Werner, man, their little partnership is fucking flames already. And they just get each other. They, there's, like, obviously the German national, national stuff and, like, I think them two as a partnership will be fucking sick. When you were looking at getting Werner in, I was just like, nah, nah, that ain't going to happen. Not for like, what was it, 40-odd million. I was like, nah, nah, he's going for way more than that. I love how you when you actually from under Liverpool's nose as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Peter, I think. It was like, yeah, I'd much sooner see him with you guys than uh, over in Liverpool. Well, Let's not get too chummy, come on. <laughs> Well, now, you know what? So we, we kind of covered a lot of question three, like in terms of how you feel a team are doing and like how they're developing and stuff. So uh, we kind of covered a lot of that with, with what you just said there. To be, I mean, do you have anything to add? I mean, I, I, one thing I would say about Callum Hudson-Odoi, I thought was that like his whole, um, when he's sort of like holding out when he had like six months left on his yeah. contract and he was getting a bit like that to me. And I, I know I always mention this, but fucking Grealish should be like that. Jack Grealish should be yeah. exactly like that. It should be like, ah, oh, got six months every left. Fu- ah. Every fucking week, <laughs> mate. Every fucking week you bring up Grealish. What's wrong with you? No, I reckon I reckon Callum's a bit chocolate. I think he thinks a lot of himself. He hasn't really got the beans to be doing that, has he really? Stuff like that, though, like contract talks and, you know, stalling and stuff like that, that can be down to agents as well. Yeah. Especially young players that just do what they're told. Like, yeah, you've got to look like the situation with Christian Eriksen at Spurs. Apparently, like, for what, from the documentary, you saw that they're like, we haven't even spoken to Christian. It's all like, no one can talk to him. It's just his agent. Yeah. That's fucking mental when you think about it. How trusting have you got to be in that one person as well? That's like, you are literally putting your entire career in their hands. Just like, yeah. yeah. Talk to the agents. Clubs and, you, know, you should know for well that agents are only in it for the money. They're yeah. in it for the commission, you know. So it's just the highest bidder, isn't it? Whoever's going to get, give them the biggest slice of commission, that'll do it. Yeah. That's why. That's why the great one, Paul Scholes, never needed one, right? He was just like, nah, I don't need one, mate. Inter coming in for me. Barca coming in for me. Nah, 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 nah. Them countries are too hot for his complexion. That's yeah, why I never yeah, went yeah. There. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he would have struggled with another language, I think, Paul Scholes. <laughs> Barely spoke English, mate. <laughs> mate. He was well quiet, wasn't he? He hated it. He used to, like, on, like, away games, he used to just, like, sit in his own room, didn't he? And just, like, not mm. speak to shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird how he actually got into, like, be it, like, you know, analysis and stuff like that. He was the last person I'd ever thought who would have got into, like, you know, on BT and whatever. Anyway, less about United. <laughs> Right, so this one's a little bit more of a serious question, and I, I hope you got a little bit of summit summit for me, Joe. You know our man Abramovich. Like, would you ever reconsider it? Because we had one of our friends on, who's a Newcastle fan, who said if the Saudis actually like bought Newcastle, he would actually really like seriously reconsider supporting Newcastle. Like, what about the ethics behind Abramovich? Would you would you ever like reconsider supporting? Nah, no way. <laughs> nah, mate. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't be fucking ridiculous. No, I'm joking. I mean, like, how much of... I don't know. It's like a different world. It's not the football, though, is it? It's like, he's at the top. Does he really care for the club? I don't really know. He's still investing money in it. He turns up. He's money man, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? As long as he's willing to spend the money on my club and it makes my club better and I can enjoy the games, then what the fuck am I... What can I do about that? 
No, so, exactly, man. What can I do or say about that? Like, he's, he can do what he does. He probably, he's probably doing the most snide shit. You, there's so, probably so much shit that under the under the radar that's going on. I would not be surprised. But, like, that's not going to turn me away from my, my club. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it could. Alex is, who was the Newcastle fan, who was saying he's very different because he's like a Londoner and his yeah. uncle got him into Newcastle at quite a young age. And he said, like, from his perspective, he hasn't been to a Newcastle game in probably like a year and a half or maybe a, well, maybe a little bit less. And, and he just said sort of like, I'm not a Geordie. I'm not spending money constantly. He still buy the kit every now and again. But, you know, he said... You can't be a billionaire and be a nice, legit hmm. person. They're all rude every- bricks. Every yeah. billionaire has killed someone, mate. I guarantee it. Definitely yeah. Abramovich. Yeah, 100%. That's terrifying. It looks like granite. You're like, fucking, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> how has he even made his money? Do you know? I know he's self-made and I'm on his Wikipedia now, but I can't actually put my finger on how he's made money. Oh, yeah. wait, hang on. First sentence of his early career section is he sold imported rubber ducks from his Moscow apartment. Yeah, I read that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know, man. I don't... I, you know what? At that, like, level of the club, I don't really... I don't find it interesting. It's business, yeah. then. It? It's just, like... Yeah. It makes you, like... The, the spirit of the club doesn't start up there. It starts at the bottom with all the spazzes that go. Do you know what I mean? I like that analysis. Yeah, you're right. The spirit of the club does start with them them people at the bottom who are going, in it? Yeah. I think we had talked about him before, but Timo Werner, like, mate, fuck right. me. Like, like, like DB said as well, like... Whipping him off the toes of, of Liverpool, he is just a naughty, naughty boy, isn't he? He is. Go on. He's a naughty boy, but he wouldn't take a penalty against us lot. I know, yeah. Would you know? Frank went up to him, said, do you want to take a penalty? He said, nah, I'm all right. Fucking striker, mate. I think, I think in the beginning, he... Well, first couple of games, he didn't look very comfortable. I don't know why. I've I read a few bits and pieces. I haven't really gave me any, like, any conclusion to that. He just looked a little bit... Out of confidence, I suppose. I don't know, it's a whole life move, isn't it? It's like it's probably not that easy to do. But in that oh, at the weekend, Jesus got himself, and that was fucking. He was outrageous on the ball. Outrageous on the ball. Looked like a different. Looked like he sh- looked like he. He played how he should play. He just looked fucking unbelievable. Knew exactly where he was on the pitch, swinging past players. Let the, when he let the ball run through his legs and then come coming to the sixteen. I was like fucking hell. Where's that? I was literally like, where's that been? When it come off his little bean and he's yeah that was he was sick man he's gonna play a massive part for us basically you can't deny that and he's got he's number one striker and he's can he be could he be like Drogba level I think he could be like he's not a Drogba he's not a Drogba no but I'm player. saying like Drogba level of like reputation Influence. I think he yeah. can turn up under pressure I think he can and well I was a bit wobbly about that in the first few games and watched him and stuff but I think he can I think in confidence. He will turn up in big games and, and really like make the difference for us. Hope what well, I hope he does anyway. I rate give him give him this season. By next season, he'll be he will be in the running for the golden boot next year. I would what do you I call him, mate? Not... A baggins. Bit of a Bilbo. Yeah, absolute Bilbo baggins, isn't he, mate? He is and the thing is he ain't he ain't just scoring as well. He with the assist for Havertz, yes oh have you say it. Um as well oh, yesterday yeah. like yeah I think I think all round he is a fucking sick sick guy for you like, Mate, um, I've seen him in training I've seen him in training and they're like swinging balls in into the like into the box and he's like literally running 10 yards in and just fucking levering it top corner disgusting my worry about him is that he seems quite um he's not he doesn't seem like he's got a massive ego and I feel like I'm a bit worried that he's going to become one of them players that I can't hate 
Yeah, I think you're right there. He's a bit, he's got that, that messy... It's a bit of a, like a David Silva, messy yeah. sort of like Kante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am quite worried that, that you're 100% right there, Jim, that he's just like one of them lads who he's just going to be bag. He's going to score like three against United next season or this season. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Like, yeah, fair play. Got time yeah. for that. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good lad. Good lad. <laughs> the one thing which I always considered as well... That, he was buying in all the, the attacking talent and then he bought in Thiago Silva for a free. Are you worried about that defence? Like Thiago Silva, Rudiger, Zuma, all three of them yeah. are pretty mistake prone. The lad from Denmark, uh, Christiansen as well. Like, yeah. All three or four of them can make mistakes. Are you worried about at the back, really? Yeah, a little bit. I think everyone's having a bit of a mare at the back this season. But like, I think for me, it would be Thiago, Zuma, your pairing quite clearly. Christensen's all right, man. Don't think he plays all that well and like doesn't really deserve the starting lineup. I don't think Thiago Silva, him coming in, is a bit of a it's a statement and also a massive settler for the other boys. I think I watched a few games, watched a bit of analysis on it, and he just is so composed. And he's like he has just has great presence. He's always he's always communicating, always shouting, pointing like move, come come up with me, da da da, whatever. And like I think just a little bit of that is really helpful. Rudiger, I did think was quite strong at the start of last season but he's actually he's just so prone to like mistakes he just looks like he, there's no energy in him like he looks like a bit fucking looks like he's always tired man he's a bit lethargic doesn't move very quickly like quite lazy on like set pieces and stuff and he's just a liability really do you think then, realistically though that that, that Thiago Silva is like a one two year replacement isn't he like you're yeah, gonna man. have to go out and, and spend that dollar again next season or the season after I, right I don't know if it's done or, or 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 what's coming. I don't know. I don't know what's in. Yeah, true. Is like, he going on a one-year contract? So yeah, yeah, one year. I think it I was, it was one. Yeah, it was one year, wasn't it? Which sounds about right, to be honest. Like we said though before, like Tamori and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure he's gone on loan. Like I don't know about him coming back. Like you know, you never know, do you? With 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 the system, the youth team that you lot you lot have, like, and the the amount of players that you do send out on loan, like. You, you don't know about a player until like two or three seasons down the line and you're like, fucking hell, where's that? Where's yeah. he been playing? You're like, oh, he's been playing in like Holland or Portugal or something for two seasons. You're like, he's just developed into this sick player. So I just looked, uh, Chelsea got 32 players out on loan at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Like a whole mix of different players. They got five keepers out on loan. Two players at Accrington Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the whole Kepa thing is massive. Confidence is fucking shot. It just looks fucking shit, doesn't he, basically? He's making so many mistakes, and it's just like... Mm. I was watching Frank's uh, press conference earlier at lunch. Basically saying, like, the amount of shots we've had on goal is, like, last season was, like, like second from top. So, like, defensively, we're not, we're not, sh- we're not shocking. There are shoddy, obvious mistakes, but generally we're quite composed, quite compact, and don't really let a lot, let through, let a lot through. But the conversion rate from them actually going in is fucking shit. Mm. So like, that it, just points it, it straight to the keeper, from, doesn't it? And from the keeper, yeah. So like, I think that change and him, and him when he's back fit, like Mendy being back fit and and whatever, I think that will create a bit more solidarity at the back. Hopefully, I think as well, like uh, in terms of keepers, because like with United up at the moment with De Gea, I think uh, like having a decent backup who actually can push a keeper like how United have Henderson at the moment like it does actually improve that num- that first choice keeper like and when they realize that they can't just oh I'm number one and that's it and I'm starting like they know that they have to perform week in week out and 
I think, like you said, with uh, what's his name coming back with Kepa, it will put pressure on him, won't it? So absolutely, I don't think he should be number one choice now. I don't think he is number one choice now. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not my number one choice now. Do so you want a seventy million pounds second keeper though? But that's the whole. It's kind of like that's the argument for for him, but that's not enough of an argument. Yeah, for you can't like yeah, definitely. You know, if you spend that money, it's a shit investment. Don't play him. He's, he's causing mistakes. He's, we're losing games because of it. No, it's not in the running order, but I just wanted to see what you thought about. Um, Barkley and Loftus Cheek out on loan. I know you're a big fan of Barkley. I actually really like Barkley, even though he's scouts prick. He's doing so sick at Villa. It's not even funny. He's like pissing me off a little bit. He's probably been doing bits at Villa, hasn't he? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> win the play, like, yeah. He got him the win last night, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah like 90, 90-something minute. Yeah. The thing is, though, when he was with us, he really wasn't that consistent. He was up and down a lot. And Loftus Cheek the same. And like that's just was, not... was that because of sorry? Good point. Yeah, exactly. Could have been, could have been. But I mean, Frank's obviously watched him on the training ground and, and gave him a few starts and stuff. And Losses Cheek had a, a bit of a shocker with injury and stuff. Yeah. And I think he just made the decision that we need more consistent players in the midfield. But then, like, if you're if you're Ross Barkley and you're 27, 28, and you're out on loan. I mean, like, you don't loan a 27, 28-year-old out and expect them to develop. Like, that's yeah. a... They're done. They're done, basically. Yeah, it's Pete. Yeah, he's going. It's pretty, that'll turn into a transfer, probably. Definitely. Uh, and uh, Loftus-Cheek's, what, uh, 25, 26? Something like that. Younger, I think he's a bit younger. Yeah. yeah. To be to be fair, the thing the thing is with Villa at the moment, with Barkley playing as well as they are, they're actually just doing themselves more like a disservice, aren't they? Because all it's going to do is Chelsea are just going to keep putting... 10, 15 more million on every time he has a great performance. They're going to be like, oh, you want to sign him? Yeah, he's, he's 30 million now. Oh, he's 40 million now. So it's... <laughs> they fucking will, though. They'll buy it, mate. If he carries on like this, they'll buy him. Yeah, it's but... a JT favour, isn't it, basically? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's JT being old fucking old Frank short me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, barks for a bit. Fuck off. We need to talk about Premier League and we need to tag DB back in because he's looking yeah, a bit yeah. bored, mate. I think I think the Leeds the Leeds Wolf game's nil nil. It's not really entertaining it's him. Thinking, I mean, to be fair, Wolves did score, but he got ruled out for VAR. That's about as exciting oh. as he got. Oh, so fucking start with VAR. Right, Daniel. Chron- chronologically, here we go. Merseyside <clears throat> derby. Boy, is that me or Dan? Sorry. Any, any, uh, any. Either Dan, either Dan can jump in here. Really good, really good game. Um, I was looking forward to it anyway, just because of how good Everton have been past few games. They had a great start. Yeah, seeing both lineups proper strong. You know, Liverpool had a point to prove after that amazing result at Villa. <laughs> oh, what what a game! What that yeah, was just brilliant. I mean, you know, no words. But yeah, going into the Merseyside derby, it was a really good game. Really physical. Really end to end. Pretty scrappy, which is how a derby should be. We had a red card. What do uh, we make it? What do we make of the VAR? Uh, obviously, watching as a neutral, like it should have been a goal. He wasn't offside, as far as I'm concerned. You look at that and you think, what part of Mane was actually offside in that build up? DB, DB, mm-hmm. let's be honest, mate. We ain't neutral. We hate Liverpool. I mean, this and, is it. And, but, and, and I, I, we could all fully admit that that was a goal. Like, Marnie was not offside. I, don't get me wrong. I was, fuck, I was really fucking happy when it got ruled out. I was like, this is brilliant. Here's a fucking taste of it. This is what it's like to get a fucking last minute winner ruled out by VAR. Fucking... I guess it kind of ends that conspiracy that like Liverpool buy off refs and shit. Though. Well, exactly. I mean, 
people are always going to say it anyway, aren't they? But um, yeah, it's it, it to me it looks fully onside. It's very hard to sort of see why they would rule it out. But there's an inquiry, isn't there? They're trying to find out what exactly you know, what part of Manning was offside and yeah. they haven't clarified it yet. I mean, there's also, they're also got an inquiry about the Van Dijk uh, injury, right? I mean, if that, if that challenge happens anywhere else on the pitch, it's a red card. Yeah. Um, whether the whistle's gone or not, I think it was, I, I don't know if it was malicious, but it, it was proper know, reckless, wasn't it? It really clattered into him, didn't touch the ball at all. It just fully clattered into him. <laughs> And you know now he's he's out he's probably out for the season, isn't he, Virgil? Got a little bit on that in a second. Uh, you know just how how that might swing the title race. But onto uh onto your team, DB City one Arsenal nil. Sterling seems to like do his usual, where he just turns up for City. Actually, has from what I saw of the highlights in the match report, he seems like he had a blinder. And then, like, the week before, he's absolutely horseshit for England. Yeah, I mean, at the minute, it's kind of. It's had to be the main man for us, and maybe it has been for a while, really. Wait, didn't Aguero I mean, play in this game? Aguero did start, yeah, which, I mean, for me, it's great to have impact because he's been injured for ages, um, especially with Jesus out injured. You know, we've got De Bruyne out injured at the minute as well. So Fucking we need more options in attack. And I don't think Aguero had a bad game. There was a point where he nearly, you know, he had a few shots and nearly scored. But I mean, mate, you've got all these players out at the moment as well, but like. The price of oil's in the bin as well. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here, isn't it? But yeah, I think, I mean, I thought we played well against Arsenal. We looked solid for once, which, you know, I would never usually back us to, to keep a 1-0 lead. We just, we just don't. I mean, yeah. But this is against Arsenal, who are notoriously this season uncreative and can't score. So I mean, I mean I, I get what you're saying. Like probably did look so I don't I don't Joe, did we watch this game? I don't remember seeing it. Mate, I was fucking spanning the dish. I was literally trying to remember the game. I can't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember seeing this. To be fair, well it wasn't a particularly fun game to watch. Yeah, it wasn't memorable, uh, was it? It wasn't yeah, great. I mean to be fair, I thought Edison kept us in it a bit as well. He made he pulled off some great saves. We don't look particularly creative ourselves going forward at the minute. I mean, it, it doesn't help when De Bruyne's not in that midfield. Yeah, mm. losing losing David Silva as well in uh, over. Yeah, that's the, a huge, and then and, and not having De Bruyne. That the amount of creativity that you've lost in that midfield's crazy, man. This thing with, you... we need Bernardo Silva to step up because he's an amazing player, but for a while now he's not really been in form. He's not done much for us. And he was in that midfield and he was pulling the strings. He did look good. Just out of interest, do you, do you rate Jesus? Because I've, I've watched him play a few times and always been a bit like unconvinced by him. Same for Mares as well, really. I don't know uh, if Mares played in this game. but I definitely rate Jesus over Mares. Um, I'm very indifferent with Mares, to be honest. I think he is a decent player. He's like a luxury player. In a, you'd, you'd want to have him in your squad. But he's not for me, he's not a definite starter. He's mm. just kind of, I don't think he quite gives as much as he could. Um, he's not very aggressive. He's not, you know, I just, I don't think he's really a pep style player either. I think he likes to just go it on his own, turn yeah. in on his left foot, you know, and, and have a go at goal, which is great sometimes if he scores. But yeah, he's, he's, he's not exactly full of ideas going forward. Jesus, on the other hand, I love his work rate. He just works really hard every game, gets into the sort of positions that sometimes even Aguero wouldn't. So... Yeah, I, I like Jesus, not that fussed about Mahrez, personally. Fair enough. Right, Joe's time to shine again. Back in the limelight, mate. Yeah, man, I don't want to be. I'm having a little time out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a, we, we watched this, mate. We watched this game. Oh, 
Chelsea's Chelsea Chelsea's free, Southampton free. What do you want me to say? Yeah, shit, bollocks. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's decent analysis, that man. Yeah, Moving yeah. on. Um... <laughs> now nah, we already talked in it about Werner, it's but like, he was just annoying. Result, isn't it? This is just what I don't know. It's just what's happening at the minute. Like I said before, lack of pre-season. Boys still trying to figure it out. Some shit mistakes. It's just what like. It's annoying, is what it is. It's annoying because we deserve the win. I think we played really well. Some really blinding goals in there. And it's just a shit result, really, at the end of the day, is it? What can you is do? It, is this the one that's basically pushed Kepper over the edge? After that second goal, mate, that was yeah. a fucking travesty, that was. Yeah, again, Zuma, shocking pass back. Kepper's all over the gaff. Then he sort of kind of recovered himself. And you're like, it's already too late. You've already fucked it. Bang, it goes in. You're like, brilliant. Yeah, I must have been steaming by this point because I don't remember any of this either. You not? <laughs> no, no. I remember shouting when Southampton scored in the ninety-second minute, but I don't remember any of the goals. Right, another just on on the on the side of Southampton, mate. Right, why? And maybe DB, you need to tell me this as well. Why the fuck can Danny Ing somehow like seem like an absolute world world class player when he's at Southampton? Then he goes to like Liverpool. And he literally doesn't turn up. He was racked by injury as well at Liverpool. Yeah, he was quite unfortunate yeah. in that regard. But sometimes a lot of players find the level more at a club that where there isn't much expectation. Yeah. I mean, think about it, how much pressure is there on him really at Southampton to perform mm-hmm. compared to fucking Liverpool. That's massive. Like psychologically, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. He probably he just gets he can just enjoy his football at Southampton. There's barely any expectation on him to actually score every game. So now he's doing it. And, mm. you know, some players do better in that sense. Does anyone know where, he, where did he grow up? Let's find out now. Hang on. A uh, little bit of Googling. Bit of Google. uh, he's from Winchester, mate. Where the fucking hell is that? Winchester is in Wessex. Nah, not a clue. Hampshire. Still don't know. South yeah. Downs. Where is it on the map? It's near Bournemouth and Portsmouth and Southampton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very yeah, I was sort of saying, we had a little chat about this the other day, wouldn't we, yeah, Jim? I was sort of saying, I reckon that Greedish, his whole reason, like, I don't think he would perform that well not in the Villa squad. Don't start, don't start broom on fucking Greedish. Ah, that's that. all I'm saying. Please. 100% agree with you, mate. Yeah, he won't be better at a, like, a sort of more successful expecting thing. Because he's like, he's like the, like the hero of Villa. He like shines. He loves like being that guy, I think. Whereas you plug him into like United or Spurs or wherever, and like he's suddenly one of several players who like are at that level. I think he just loves the fucking limelight. Yeah, chocolado, mate. Like, what does that mean? Fucking eat himself if he was chocolate. <laughs> 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 I like that. That's, that's good, that is. I like that. Go on, Dan, United, your time United now. United Newcastle, time. mate. Yeah. Uh, uh, United 4, Newcastle 1. Bit of a bounce back, maybe. Nah, mate. Scoreline completely flattered us. No way should that have been 4-1. It, I'd be honest, it was lucky to be... I thought it was lucky to be 2-1. Yeah. The, at the back, we looked... King shite again. De Gea had to make a couple of really decent saves, which, like I was saying before, like I do actually reckon he's back on form a little bit because he's got the pressure of Henderson on him. But yeah, didn't look good. And good finish from Luke Shaw, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, mint finish from Luke Shaw, mate. Absolutely love it, mate. He's absolute baggins, he isn't he today? <laughs> uh, now nah, and also my my mate, my mate Bruno, ice running through his veins. Yeah, got ice <laughs> running through his veins anymore, has he? 19, 19 penalties without a miss, and then he goes and misses it. To be honest, that was kind of summed up his game altogether. 
he he was pretty <laughs> he was pretty poor he's not poor but he was just average he really was a bit of a pedestrian a bit of a random one one matter was our best player all game like he's actually looked sick and it was matter playing you said like two weeks ago you didn't really like you weren't bothered about him anymore and he was a bit I wasn't, past it and... I wasn't mate I said he's a good player to bring on with 20 minutes to go he can feed a ball through he, mate he was he was honestly probably one of our best players along with like De Gea Wan-Bissaka played pretty well to be fair but yeah matter was every single time he got the ball he seemed to like either putting a ball through or playing a pass to someone that was like, you know, setting him up. So yeah, no. Big shout out, uh, St. Maxima for, for Newcastle, mate. Honestly, he is like in the bottom half. He is honestly the best player. Like uh, you can say about Jack Grealish, if you want, fuck him, mate. St. Maxima is actually sick. Every single time he gets on the (laughs) ball, he just looks up and he's gone. He's so like, Scratch! I don't know, like the way he runs and the way he's like, he doesn't he don't have any coordination. This is what my Newcastle mate would say. He don't have coordination, bit, but he's sick. He's a bit of a headless chicken, though, isn't he? Like he's, he's like a dog that gets a bone and don't know what to do with it. How yeah. do you defend against that though? If someone's just going to be all over the fucking shop, like true. Yeah. He's absolutely built though. He is, he is as well, isn't he? He is stacked. Dog. Mad low center of gravity, really chaotic, hard to like predict what he's going to fucking do with it, where he's going to go. I actually yeah. rate him, to be fair. Yeah. How was, uh, how was Van Der Beek? Mm, yeah, he was all right. Again, like we said right from the start, he's that player that he needs, he needs starting, man. Like, they started Fred and McTominay and Bruno in the midfield. And again, like, McTominay, I like Fred. Like, Fred should not be starting games. Fred. Like, when you... Pogba, I think the reason why he didn't start him was because he wanted to give him a bit of, like, a... He wasn't great against uh, against Spurs, so I think he wanted to give him a bit of like a, just a talking to, a bit of a lesson. But if I'm if it's me, I'm starting McTominay as the one holding midfielder, and especially against Newcastle, just have Van der Beek and Bruno starting. Like, but he was good. He, he good movement, yeah. good passing off the ball and stuff. But yeah, again, like would start. have been a good game to start Van der Beek in. I think. Yeah, hundred percent, man. You back McTominay, bro? Yeah. 200%. McTominay is probably last season was one of my like favourite players. And this season, again, like although I like them kind of, I love fucking Eric Dyer. Even when, when he was starting in that central mid, centre defensive midfield role, just absolutely headbutting people out of the way. I loved him, I did. Fernandinho, um, I love Fernandinho as well, isn't it? Like, he's just them kind of players, man. I saw when I saw um, Scotland during Nations League, did McTominay play centre-back? Yeah, plays free at the back. Yeah, it's well random. But yeah, he plays yeah. in a free at the back. Yeah. So Palace Brighton 1 1. Like, that was a bit of a. James, you're telling us all about these aerodynamic balls. What's happened with the 7 2 there? 1 1. Okay. A bit boring, isn't it, mate? Bit of a local derby, though. Joe, what are you thinking on that, mate? Down your end, isn't it, that? Yeah, love a derby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, mate. I actually did, I watched the highlights there a little bit earlier on. Poor little Lamptey, bless him. I, I'll be honest, boys, I didn't even see the highlights for that one. <laughs> yeah, so. what's going on? What happened to Lamptey? I didn't, I didn't want to bring the game up. Well, James is the one who's it. doing Don't that, isn't it? the highlights? Did you bring up the game? You know, I can't even, can't even fucking find it on Google. Did it happen? Yes. Did this game happen? I think you're making this up, Joe. It's just you a won't. fucking you southern did. thing, wasn't it? <laughs> Just on oh, Southern it? TV, it was, mate. I don't know what's going on. 
Yeah, what I'll happened? What happened to my boy Lamptey? Uh, I think he got done for a yellow. I didn't really think it was a yellow though. Bless him. Was that it? Yeah, not interesting really. Much like no. the game. Then let's move on to Spurs West Ham. Oh, James, oh, this, James, this, James, this James. was a, a tasty fixture in the end. I think we yeah. all just shut up. Go on, James, mate. Uh, you give us the explanation on that on this one, mate. Don't think I have an explanation. To be honest, it was it, we were three 0 up after sixteen minutes, mate. We were just bossing it, and then it, we suddenly decided it was one. We stopped playing football. Um, I think a big part of it was it took Son off, kind of understandably, because he was fucking all over the place. And as soon as he took uh, Ndombele out of the midfield, we kind of lo- lost the midfield battle. And I think that then allowed them to kind of play and box us in a little bit, which normally we're happy to do. It's the Mourinho way, in it? You park the bus and just kind of absorb the pressure a little bit. But I don't know, man. It was individual errors. I think Sanchez had a shocking game. Obviously scored the own goal, but kind of just looked a bit panicked the whole time. And Harry Winks seemed to, seemed to fuck it a little bit for the last goal. At 35 minutes into that game, I said, there's still a chance we'll only take a point from this game. <laughs> Before half-time. <laughs> when was the first West Ham goal? Like 80, 83rd minute? 79th or 80th minute, minute. That's insane, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's like, oh my God. <laughs> Let's be honest then, we got we gotta give West Ham some credit. Like the the tenacity to come back when you when you're already three 0 down, you score one. Normally it's like yeah, it's one goal and a bit of a consolation. And you, allow, you allow a player to potentially get goal of the month, yeah, who hasn't scored in a year and a half. I mean, come on, mate. That was just that was filthy. It was, that a, it, was a, it was a laser, mate. Yeah. Nah, to be fair though, that was that was That's right, it was disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. To be fair, what about Bale's chance? Bale worked his way into the box, didn't he? Probably should have made it 4 2. James, you're muted, mate. You can't hear anything. And yeah, come back and tell us what you thought about that Bale chance because he fucked that for you, didn't he? (laughs) He literally did everything and then just fucking missed, didn't he? The thing is, with West Ham, they are fucking annoying. Top six teams, they they always somehow draw. A few more points than they deserve out of every single fucking game. Because really they play like it's the Champions League final, mate. <laughs> Honestly, they do. Like whenever they play us, it's their cup final. Like they just like they turn up. But yeah, I don't know. You can't say anything about that last goal. It was fucking. It was tasty, mate. Like yeah. that's all there was to it. It was dirty. Well, I saw I saw the 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 post match interview with Mourinho and uh, yeah, let's let's say he uh, he had a few. Uh, few words that I think he wanted to say but I think I don't think the TV cameras were going to allow him to say because he they I want to concentrate on on West Ham's uh comeback more than more than our fucking it up basically and I think he summed it up quite well as well by saying uh football happened mm, yeah. yeah that's what it was <laughs> football happened <laughs> yeah. um I, I do like one thing is that like we are top of like loads of different like tables at the moment in like top goal scorer top chances created all this shit and that's one story. And there's another story of, of Bale, the return of Bale in this. And then the other story out of it is, we're the first team ever in the Premier League to only take a point when leading 3-0 80 minutes into a game. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> so basically, like, a team has never been 3-0 up at 80 minutes and only taken a point from the game. Oh, God, it is. <laughs> 
mate. You just love breaking them kind of records. You love breaking the bottler kind of records. You do, mate. In it? It's in the. It's in our DNA, in, mate. It's in yeah, the it's DNA. Yeah, in the DNA. Anyway, when did Bale come on? About seventieth, I think. Seventy fifth, yeah. something like that. Probably had a good fifteen twenty minutes. He was. He looked a bit leggy, but obviously he had that one on one chance that was all right. I mean, don't forget the guy's like fucking thirty one, man. He's not going to be like he used to be, but it wouldn't surprise me if he does, he has a good season. I think. I think I think he'll do all right, mate. Once he once he gets into the swing of things, he's going to have to get back up to speed with the Premier League, isn't he? But I do think he I think he's like a good addition, definitely. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Shut up, broom, you div. Mate, let's wait until he fucking breaks his leg after like another two games. I'm going to be <laughs> laughing at you, James. <laughs> so hard, mate. So so hard. Glass ankles, glass knees, glass fucking everything he's got, mate. You just can't wait to get back on the 18 hole, can you? Nah. Yeah. Villa won less than nil. Get Joe in really? on that. That was his boy Barkley, wasn't yeah, it? Was your boy, wasn't it? Yeah, boy. I actually didn't see much of the game, to be honest. I watched the highlights a little bit earlier. Weren't really paying attention. Don't really care. Hate Villa. Yeah, I must admit. You know, I've got a hatred for Villa. But, I mean, it looked like a fairly boring game, to be honest. Like I didn't really watch it. I had it on in the background, but it seemed pretty dull. Caught Barkley's winner, and that was it. What's going on with Leicester? I know. I don't know, mate. No idea. So something, up and down. something weird, man. Yeah, something weird. Quite fucking annoying, to be honest, because they do incredible against us. And <laughs> takes us on nicely to looking forward to next weekend potentially. Uh, in that West Ham are coming up against City. That should be interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, maybe we can, you know, orchestrate an even better comeback. Maybe we'll be four 0 up at half time. Big day, boys uh, doing bits, yeah. Here we go, boys. We've also got United Chelsea next weekend. Yeah, no. I know, right? <gasps> I'm a bit worried about that, I'll be honest. Yeah, I am a touch worried. I'm not going to lie. Mate, you haven't got PSG midweek either, mate. Like, PSG oh, yeah, midweek, got... and then we're going to get an absolute spanking from then, and then a spanking from you lot on the weekend, probably. Who have um, who Chelsea playing then? Uh, it's got Sevilla on Wednesday. Yeah, Sevilla. yeah, Sevilla, yeah. Sorry, I know we touched on this last week, but you've got. PSG midweek, Chelsea at the weekend, RB Leipzig midweek, and then Arsenal at the weekend. I oh, know. Wow. <laughs> and then and then the weekend after that's Everton. Shit. Yeah. Man. It's not it's not a nice run, boys. I'm I'm a bit worried, I'll be honest. I can see you coming through that run of games really well and then going and fucking losing to West Brom. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I, probably, I mate. See it. Probably get a couple of draws and a couple of wins out of that, and then go and get spanked three 0 by West Brom. Mate, any other season, you'd be like, "Oh, it's over. We get to play Everton now." Yeah, not this season. Not this season. Literally two yeah. points, and you can go to bed, mate. Broom, broom, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about in Milan and uh, AC Milan, right? Yeah, yeah, mate. Ebra just doesn't age. I'm telling you right now, he's the guy's 39. He's still bagging. And I know it's Syria, whatever you want to say about it. The guy's still bagging, and he's just fucking sick, mate. Yeah, don't care what anyone has to say about him. He's just unreal. So that was my point. And also, Lukaku scored a nice little goal. Oh, two United old boys. Uh, and also, get me get your opinion on oh, you three. Van Dyke injury, like, what do you think? Is it is it like, with Laporte last season getting injured for City, that kind of, like, I thought swung the, the title a little bit towards Liverpool. I know they played better overall, but without 
without having your proper centre back partnership, it did really like fuck you guys over, didn't it, DB? So I do think Van Dyke going out for potentially the rest of the season or a lot of the season, I think that really will impact the, the title race. I do. I don't really know. Sorry, DB, go. Oh, cheers. Uh, I think it's a bigger impact for them than the part was for us, to be honest. I we weren't quite up to the standard anyway last season. We did drop off a bit. Um, Liverpool would have definitely won the league anyway. Um, but yeah, Van D- if Van Dijk's out for the whole season, that is huge. Like he's, I would say, their most important player. To be honest, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really know how it's going to affect it all. But the way I've seen Liverpool fans react online, they are they're out yeah, for blood. They're out for yeah, blood, really. mate. Like honestly. Pickford was already very unpopular amongst Liverpool fans. Now he's public enemy number one, isn't it? Like, yeah, man. Big he will fan. not want to show his face around there for a while. Like, yeah, I don't. I think it is big. I think it's big. If uh, if they get their shit together and, and and do end up for it with title pushing, I think it could be like make or break. I mean, but honestly- if he's out for what six or eight months, then that's the rest of the season, right? Yeah, it's it's very light. I, I'd be very surprised if he comes back before the end of the season. It's an ACL injury, isn't it? Apparently, he's having surgery on it. That means months of recovery time. I mean, one person I think you know, one player I think they could put at the back more is Fabinho. Um, yeah, we can he's play just putting a really good shift defensively, so he could be their answer to that. But don't know. We'll see. I think Virgil's a bit of a, he's a bit of a massive voice in the change room as well, isn't he? Yeah. And probably on the training field as well. He's like, kind of like the he's kind of the face and the personality of like the, the Liverpool we know now. Yeah. Like once yeah. he once he came in, they were they became the team they are now, and like he's almost embodies that team. But yeah, you're right. He's easy to forget sometimes that Henderson's the captain. You know, Virgil's yeah. very much <laughs> that, that leader in the dressing room, and he commands that team from the back. As what was it of, you were saying, DB? That the, he hadn't missed a game since January 2018 or something. You said, right? In fact, it's even it's even more crazy than that. I read that he hasn't. He, he's played every Premier League minute for Liverpool since January 2018. Fuck. He's played the full 90 minutes in every Premier League game um, since since then. How mental That's is that? Crazy that is. Yeah, it's going to be a massive loss, isn't it? That it. Yeah, you can't even. You, when you think about it like that, it's just stupid, isn't it? Anyway, hopefully that, that's a good thing, right? It's going to make the title race better and hopefully the Scousers won't win it this time. So, you know. Here's, here's hoping. Here's yeah, hoping. Yeah. I feel like that's quite a nice place to finish it there, boys. Hope that yeah. the Scousers don't win. Yeah, well, we've never had a Liverpool fan on here. So, yeah, I think that probably is a nice place to end it. <laughs> uh, but right. cheers, Joe. Nice cheers, one, mate. Bob. Thanks, yeah, nice one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nah, ch- and uh, ch- cheers, DB. Thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, always, always nice to have your uh, dulcet Huddersfield tones on, mate. Always a pleasure, lads. Always a pleasure. All right, oh, cheers, oh, boys. Oh, I'm out of here. Nice one. Nice. See you later. Nice.